Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and this morning I am with Vicki. And we're going to talk about planning. And this is going to be short and powerful. And you're going to be amazed at how much you learn in just a few minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I get excited about planning. You know that. You know how I am. I know. This is right. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I got in my planning groove and I got thinking about this and I thought we need to go all like old school journalism style and we need our who, what, when, where, why, and how for planning your homeschool year. That is so awesome. I love it. Okay. (laughs) I I can't wait to find out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's see here. When you are planning for a new homeschool year or for the possibility of bringing your kids home to homeschool for the first time or for a new season in homeschooling, whatever it is, you need some kind of a plan. You don't want to just fly blind. And there is not one right way to plan your homeschool year. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) So there is, however, a series of questions that you can ask yourself that will help you create a plan that is going to work well for you and your family and your homeschool. So old school journalism style, we're going to start with who. Now, this might seem like an obvious question. After all, you're homeschooling your own children, right? (laughs) (laughs) But dig beneath the surface of simply the names of the people in your homeschool and think about uh, their levels of maturity and experience, their strengths and weaknesses, their learning styles, and then take a moment to look at mom and dad if he is helping with homeschooling and do a little inventory on strengths and weaknesses and teaching styles um, for the parents as well. Yeah, to, to, to be able to really appreciate and not ignore that each of your homeschoolers has strengths and they have weaknesses and so do us who will be doing the teaching. Yep. So getting a good, a good picture in your mind of the, the people and their wonderful three-dimensionality. Is that a word? Dimensionality? (laughs) It is now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So that's your who. So now the what. And the what has to do with the subjects that you're going to be teaching this year. And again, there's not one right way. So you may be doing American history when friends of yours with kids in the same grade are doing um, world history. And that's okay. There's not a specific order. But you need to decide what are going to be your subject areas for study this year. And then what primary curriculum sources do you want to use to study those things? And, you know, for all of our seventh sisters out there who want some encouragement on what they need to cover for their transcripts, I'll put links in the show notes to all kinds of free posts at there at sevensistershomeschool.com and episodes that we've covered on what the transcript needs for the homeschool high schoolers. Excellent. Yep. You don't want to leave stuff out, but you also don't want to stress yourself out by worrying about it too much. So we've got wonderful free resources to help you just tame those fears, but also check all those boxes. So you got your who and you got your what, and now you got your when. 
And this, there's really, really not one right way to do the when, because some people school year round, some people school in a traditional academic nine month year, some people do block scheduling and then take chunks of time off. Uh, Some people do um, four days on and three days off and then do six days on and there's any way that you want to schedule it. But you need to think about your family's lifestyle. Because homeschooling is not just an educational choice. It is an entire lifestyle choice. Yes, right. So think through things that impact your schooling. Is mom at home full-time or is she working part-time or is she working full-time or is she working from home? Is someone in the house on shift work? That's going to affect the when. Um, All of those kinds of things. And then the simple things like, are you morning people or are you night owls? Yeah. Those questions matter when you're thinking about the when. And also the extracurriculars, like all of the kids involved in the family sitting down with the calendar and saying who needs to be where and when, and then to prioritize then where does the education fit in all of this? Yes, good communication, parents and kids. Involve your teens in this process. They need to be a part of it so that they can fully invest then in carrying it out afterwards because they're going to understand how complicated it is if they have been a part of putting it together. Right, absolutely. All right, so we've got our who, we've got our what, we've got our when, and now we're going to do our where. This is not really a question of whether you have a dedicated schoolroom at your house, although that may be part of what you want to consider. But a lot of this has to do with where are you going to connect with other homeschoolers for group learning activities, for co-ops, for field trip-based things, for apprenticeships, for and anything that's going to be outside your independent homeschool. Mm-hmm. And then the pieces that are going to happen inside your own homeschool, but will they happen independently with the student working by himself or herself? Or are they going to require um, mom sitting with because either of learning challenges or because of the rigor of a particular subject area that needs mom right there? Um, is there a tutor coming in for anything? The, the where pieces are the how do you connect the people who need to be together or who need privacy and space to be alone uninterrupted for the subjects that you have chosen for this year. All right. So here's a deep philosophical question that's only a little bit off topic. All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So as your kids were growing up, did you have a dedicated homeschool space in your house? We tried to at different times and it just never seemed to matter what I had set up because school happened wherever it happened on any given day. (laughs) You know, our our whole house was the schoolroom. Yeah. Us too. That's how it ended up. Yeah. And that's, and I think that's totally fine. Like we have books, shelves full of curriculum all over the house mixed in with everything else. (laughs) And the kids would do their lessons in their rooms or at the kitchen table, but mostly on the couch crowded in between guitars and books and art supplies and keyboards and yeah. Yeah. We looked like a homeschool house, I think. Yeah, that was that was us too. And it took me several years to make peace with the fact that it didn't look like 
playing school at home, which is what I thought it was going to look like. It it just looked like life and our family. And yet somehow people were learning things anyway. How cool is that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm so glad that Pinterest wasn't around when we first started because I would have had a really big guilt trip. Yeah. You know, stand against it, homeschool sisters. (laughs) All those seventh sisters out there, stand against the false guilt that can come from Pinterest if you're feeling like, my homeschool space doesn't measure up to what these girls have done. It's not worth it. Life's too short. Yeah, too short. (laughs) All right. Who, what, when, where? We're going to skip over why for a moment and go to how. And this is going to be about your record keeping, your organization, how you're going to track the learning that is happening so that you feel confident as you come into year end that you have everything in place to support what you list on the transcript as having been credits earned. So again, there's not one right way to do this. Um, I've always liked to use a plastic file box and have a little section for each or a big ginormous three inch three ring binder with um, dividers in it and you keep the tests for some subjects and you keep the rough drafts and the edited copies and the final drafts for some of the papers and you you don't have to keep every piece of everything but Uh you do need a how for how you're going to track all of it you need to know what you're going to do about logging hours for experience-based credits Mm -hmm. Um, who's responsible for that? Is mom writing that down? If you have teenagers, you might want to rethink mom writing everything down because your teens need to be tracking their own learning as they move through high school. Yeah, another thing to include in that box, or we we would keep a binder, and uh, we would keep a binder with everything thrown in there, and then a couple of times a year I would organize it well because that's just the way I work. But anyway, things to include are the syllabus for each of your courses. And, or would that be syllabi for each of the courses? Very good. Yes, syllabi. How very Latin of you. (laughs) I have to be so proud. Um, (laughs) And also course descriptions. Now, for a lot of people, you'll never need a course description. But if there's a college that your kids are applying to that is not really familiar with homeschooling, which is a rare thing these days, um, course descriptions can help. Or if they may be transferring to a regular school setting sometime during their high school experience, the course descriptions will be real important. And sometimes you want to have them just because it gives you a nice ego trip to say, hey, look at this awesome course we've designed. Exactly. I love that part of it. It does. To me, it always felt really like validating when I would put that course description down into into words and capture the the essence of what we learned. So we'll put links to all kinds of posts for these things. Yes. Yes. Lots and lots of free advice from your big sisters. So finally, now we're going to throw that we had the who, the what, the when, the where, the how, and now the why. And I'm, I'm going to be mean on the why. And I'm going to say, if you don't know why, then you shouldn't be planning your homeschool year. You need to think through your why before you start committing to any of this. Because Mm -hmm. the why absolutely has to be that God's leading you in this direction, that you uh, have weighed pros and cons and, and considered the cost because it is an entire family lifestyle choice. It's going to affect all sorts of other things. And there are definite sacrifices that come along with choosing to homeschool. There are also tremendous benefits that come along oh, with yeah. choosing to homeschool. But mm-hmm. don't foolishly 
jump into a bunch of planning when you haven't first set aside some time to carefully and prayerfully examine why. Don't don't jerk your kids out of school impulsively without really thinking through um, whether this is the right fit for your family. Yeah. And to know that the reason why you're homeschooling probably is not so that you can raise perfect kids. Oh, yeah. Because we're not in charge of the outcomes, as our friends, the Fletchers say. Um, But we are in charge of following what God's put into our hearts. And if we feel called to do it, we will have an imperfect result, but we will have been obedient. And besides, homeschooling high school is awesome. It is. It's some of the best years, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So there you go. We just gave you a who, what, when, where, why, and how approach to planning your homeschool year. And we did it in under 13 minutes. I know, right? (laughs) So go and be empowered to plan a wonderful year and make yourself, um, uh, make yourself available. That's not what I want to say. Take advantage of the resources available to you at sevensistershomeschool.com. So many wonderful free resources and lots of really great, no busy work curriculum as well. If you haven't, uh, tooled around the website at seven sisters, do that. If you're not a part of the Facebook group, Oh, please join us. We do so well when we share our experiences with one another. So thank you for sharing this podcast episode with us. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.